Sorry about that. Can you hear now? I just didn't have it on. Sorry. I was just going on, but just telling tell about how we're just right now doing part two. We're just doing the big picture, not details, not coming to interpretation, but just kind of doing a bird's eye view. And uh, anyway, so what I've been doing too, I don't know if y'all been doing, but I've been, if I have questions about some, I'm just writing it in the, in the, in the margins. Cause there's things I'm like, is this, you know, future past, has it happened yet? And so this is a time to do that. When you have questions, just write it out in the margin. And then when we get later into the study, uh, probably after Katie gets back, we'll probably be getting into the details. So I thought what we do is what we did last week, which I, I don't know if y'all found it helpful, but I really found it helpful because when I was doing these, especially trying to come up with the themes, I kind of was off a little bit. So it helped me to tweak it. So, but let's, let's go ahead and just, we're just going to go through this and fill it out. I know we, we've gone over this a bunch of times, but let's just go ahead and start with the, the author. Who's the author? John, right? We know John from chapter one. And oops, I spelled this wrong. Uh, recipients. Uh, recipients are, yeah, we, we, we actually have the answer, right? <laughs> we have the answer, right? Bond servants. Yeah, bond servants, which are the same pretty much as the churches. And the saints. Okay. This is verses one, verses four. And John, this is for verse one. The purpose of the study, do you remember, to, to show yeah, things, yep, things which must soon take place. Sorry. So the things that must soon take place. And what do we talk about the literary style? Um, prophecy. Yeah, vision, uh-huh, yep, exactly right. Saw and heard, yeah, for, for verses 11 and 19. And I liked what Diane brought up, those first, you know, those uh, second church chapters talking about, huh? The letters. Oh. What did I do wrong? You said letters. Oh, you're saying. Oh, it was in Prophecy and Vision, what John saw and heard, verse 11, verse 19. Is that right? Okay, sorry. And there is a little bit of instruction like in, in epistles too and, and the letters and the parts to the churches too. And why was it given now? Because the time is near. Time is near. Yep. And the other thing is uh, another one. He is coming. Coming. And what's what, what are the promise to those who do there are three things who Yep, read. Yeah, those who. Sorry. Read, hear, and he um, and heed the words of the prophecy. Can everybody see? Yeah, you're pro yeah, uh, y'all can't see down here, can you? Can I move it? If I move it, will y'all be able to see it? Oh no, and she can still see it though. I still see it. Okay, okay, okay. uh-huh what's that oh why given now mm -hmm. yeah time is near he's coming 
yeah i think yeah that's and yeah that, that's that's okay yeah because time is near yeah and things are gonna these things are gonna happen soon we know that are gonna soon take place yeah that's good and then last last week um I'm going to go ahead and fill out the woes because we did cover them uh, last week. Um, first, right here, the first woe. What did we talk about? In um, remember, there was three woes that happened, and she timed them with the. These are chapters nine through nine. This is chapter nine, one through twelve, and that's with the fifth trumpet. So I remember last week she was associating woes with the trumpet. Okay. And then she had the second woe. Associated with the sixth trumpet. And that was chapters 9, 13 through 11, 14. Okay, so first woe is uh, fifth trumpet, second woe is sixth trumpet, and then the third row, huh? Oh, I'm sorry. Chapter 11. Uh, yeah, I did. I, that's 913 through 1114. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, chapter 913 through 1114 was got all the. Yeah. And then we have our third woe. It's from last week. Chapter 11, 15 through chapter 19. And that was with the seventh trumpet. And with the seven trumpet happens, bless you. Yes. Well, we're actually going to go into the seven bowls today. So I'm just going to put these here just for just for references. What we uh, talked about last week with the fifth, sixth, and seventh trumpet, and the and then the segment divisions too. We talked about there were three things they're supposed to write about. What John? Do you remember what the three things are? What John? Yeah, what John saw. And that was already covered in chapter one. Oops, chapter one. Sorry for my writing here. Okay. And then what was the, what was the other, the, the second thing is saying what, yeah, what, yeah, things which are, oops, I do this. So write what you, what you saw and the things which are. Which are, and that's going to be the chapters two to three, message to the churches. And then now we're going to cover four through 22, and that's going to be. Yes, things which will take place after these things. So what we're covering today in 12 to um, 22, which I'll probably put over there, 22, are going to be under the things which will take place after these things. So these are things that are still to come. All right. Does anybody have any questions over that? Since it was last week, I just figured we would fill that out. And did every 
But I, I personally liked how Katie did the woes and kind of that, that was really helpful in talking about the, including the second woe and the sick trumpet. And the, I, that was just really helpful for me. So I have her notes here. So I hope we can, this will be helpful as we go through 12 to 22. Yeah, so let's see here. So I just wanted to remind you where we ended up. So chapter 11, just to remind where we ended off. Um, on ch chapter 11, we had like, that's when we had the sixth trumpet, just, I guess, just for context. So chapter 11 was the sixth trumpet. Um, yeah, uh-huh, exactly. End of second well. Yeah, that's right. Good. Okay. So let's look at um, let's look at um, Revelation chapter eleven. What did you? What stood out to you? There's a kind of a key word that kind of happened a couple of times. What's the? Let me go get my um, study to. Oh, let's see. Chapter twelve. There's a key word that Kay had us look at in chapter 12 starts right at the very beginning what yeah uh chapter 12 i was just doing 11 for context so we just remember where we ended off so in chapter 12 in chapter 12 it starts out with a great sign right 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 what what signs do we see in chapter 12 right mm-hmm yep yep Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. And as, as Catherine uh, said, with child, and then the child, the son, who basically ends up getting caught up to heaven, right? So we have the one sign is a woman. And the second sign, what's the other major sign that he talks, they talk about? Great red dragon, right? Great red dragon. And who do we know this the bad dragon to be? Right, yes, exactly. Exactly. And it tells us, it basically tells that in verse nine. Verse nine, as you said, the dragon, the, the serpent of old, He's called the devil and Satan who deceives the whole world. Exactly. So these. Oh, 22. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 At the end. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So that's also in chat. You said chapter 22, um, Kathleen. Oh, 20 verse two. Yeah. I was, I was looking at. 20 verse two, we could put that there too. So basically it's just, what I found was really interesting, kind of like what Kathleen brings up is that how one chapter affirms another chapter and I'll say, and then I'll affirm it another. So sometimes when I had questions about, well, who is this? I'll, I would see it in another chapter, just like Kath, Kathleen saying, yep. So uh, yeah, 20 verse two, yeah. Yep. Did it, is, is, is this what stood out to y'all? Were there any other 
things that, that you used in chapter 12? For the main, those really were the two main points because they talked about the woman, described her, and then they talked about the dragon, uh, dragon, dragon and described him. So that's mainly what y'all got that one. Good. Okay. Yeah. Two signs. All right. We'll go on to Revelation 13. Okay. So now we have two of something else, but not two signs. Two of something else. <laughs> Right, so we've got two, what, he just said the word two, right? Yeah, beast. Yeah, that's who it's, yeah. All right, so what is it, what kind do we have? We have a, yeah, exactly, I'm, I'm moving up. So we've got the first beast, you can call it maybe B1 if you want to, or B1, this is one, yeah, uh, it comes out of the sea, out of sea, right? See, all right, yep, coming out of sea. And then later on, you're gonna, and it tells all about that, that beast that comes out of the sea. And there's another beast, it, and that's actually one through, I think that's gonna be one through 10. Yeah, one through 10. And then how about the second, the, the other one that they talked about in 11? I'll call it B2. Out of yep, out of the earth. Comes out of the earth. Yeah. Yes. Comes out of the earth. Sorry, I'm getting, I'm going to that same chapter too, so I can follow. Right. So, so basically, you've got one coming out of the earth. Um, and he does. So, what do we, we're learning, what do we learn about the relationship between these two beasts? What? Yes. Right. So who supports the other? Like which one supports the other? Right. This one is basically getting the earth to to worship, um, basically getting the earth to worship the first beast. So makes earth people really of the earth. Worship first. Bless you. Is everybody's allergies acting up right now? Because mine are. Okay, good. I'm not the only one. <laughs> We're sniffling all the time. And so we know that this one supports this one. Now, where do we know B1 gets his real authority? Where does he get his power? We find out in verse one. Who really gives, who energizes this beast? We see it in verse one. Dragon, right? Yeah. I'm going to actually put this in red. Dragon. He's actually the one who's energizing the beast. Dragon. Yep, dragon gave his power. Yep. Yeah, dragon's power. So he's really acting out of the dragon's authority. And then this beast is kind of like his, well, I see it not like it, it's his little henchman or mini me, you know what I mean? His, uh, his assistant, right? So, so that's, did anybody else get anything different on this or any question? Yeah, that was good. 14 for me was a tough one. 14 had a lot of things going on. I had a hard, I don't know if, same 14. Okay, gave, gave you all problems, good. Not good, but it's good to know that I'm not, it's not, I'm not the only one. So yeah, so now when we come to in verse 14, it, it, it's like the, the ones we talked about last week where there's kind of a pause. 
there's a little bit of all of a sudden you see what's going on in earth. Now it seems to shift to, to heaven, right? It seems to shift to, I'm gonna maybe put shift and just shifting to a different view. So now we've got, you know, we go from the beasts that come out of the sea, out of the earth and what's going on there. And then, and well, what do we see in Revelation 14? It's especially the verse, verses one through five. What, what who are the major um, subject group or subject matter? Yep, 144,000, exactly, yes, yeah, and I, I, yes, and they were, yes, it is, because they were, they were singing a song before the throne, so now we're moving up, now we're looking in at heavenly, heaven, right, yes, and they were, and what, and what were they doing, basically, they were, mm-hmm, Right, exactly. And they sang a new song. So name on forehead. And sang a new song. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That that is and actually so we even just sang a new song, a new song or unknown song. Do y'all want me to, it says here that they were, um, they sang a new song, verse three, sang a new song, and no one could learn the song except the hunt. So it's kind of a song only known to them, or really unknown or only known to them. It's kind of like the name that you, that was given to you that's only known to you, only known to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's going to be in three. This is probably but this is really one to one to five right here i'm just going to put it right here versus one to five so we've got that going on in heaven and then there's something else going on in heaven it involves what 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 types of beings i guess is a good way to there's several of them that angels yep yep mm-hmm yep Right. So now we've got the 144,000 and we now have angels. Right. Exactly. So we have the way I grouped them, the way I grouped the, the angels as I grouped them into some were some were proclaiming a message. Right. Like Kathleen said, some are proclaiming a message. The first one. The first one was about the preaching the gospel right so so the message is gospel right and the next angel was doing what uh the the one preaching eternal gospel he was actually telling him to fear god what was the second well second one kathleen said fallen is babylon fallen is babylon and the third one warning right warning mm-hmm I'm going to put warning re the mark yeah or the mark of the beast of beast i'll put a b1 okay right so they're basically message the gospel babylon's fallen in other words god judged babylon hey and if you take this you're gonna you're gonna receive the judgment of god so to me uh, the overall message is a message of judgment right coming judgment so that's how i would 
just encouraging people, hey, fear God, you know, fear God. God is going to judge Babylon, this world system that you're getting pulled into. You're getting encouraged to follow, take the mark and whatever. And if you do take the mark, by the way, you'll face God's judgment in the fire, in, in hell. So and then you've got another voice. Then you've got another couple of angels. And what do they do? So some talk. And then the, there is an angel that gives uh, instruction to these Angel, but some give a message, and what do the other angels do? Did you notice in this? Read. Yep. Yep. So others were really acting angels. They were reaping. Why were they reaping? What were they reaping? The grapes. Mm hmm. Yep. They were going to harvest the. Yeah, let me see the exact words so I can get that. I think that a key word here is because we hear it a couple of times. It says the hour to reap has come. I think that's a good, let's see where I can put this. I'm actually going to put it here just because I don't have anywhere else to put it. There's, it's, it's kind of said a couple of times, the hour to reap has come. To reap has come. So that's what they're going to do. And they took a sickle to, let's see how, Katie put it, uh, Katie put it just so I can make sure. Okay. Yep. So reaping. So they're basically going to harvest. Mm -hmm. They're going to harvest and that harvest is going to go to the wine press of God's wrath. Yeah, I, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's kind of like setting up for the next chapter. So the, the key phrase is like the hour to reap has come in verse uh, 15. And then seven, the hour of his judgment has come. So hour to reap and then hour of judgment. Sorry for my trying to cram it in here. I just can't put it anywhere else. So an hour to reap and an hour of judgment. And that was number seven. So if you want to, you can just put label at the 144,000. I got a little messy with it. Kay, Katie basically said the 144 in heaven, singing in heaven versus one, let's see, one to five. And then the hour of judgment has come is how she put it. So, so hour of judgment, I, I'll put it right here on the side. I know it's not easy to see. If you want to sum it up, hour of judgment, like right, judgment. Will you be sending out Katie's or yours or both? I'll, I can send out Katie's. I'll send out. Yeah, I'm going off of hers. Okay. This right here, the completed one, sure. I'll do that. Yeah, the hour of judgment has come. That's another way to sum it up. Does this make sense or does this clear that chapter up for you? I know for me, I had a hard time like grouping the angels, but when I finally looked at them, I realized they all had one thing in common, which was de to declare, you know, God's judgment, essentially to warn and declare. And, you know, three, three of them had a message and then the others actually did the judging were actually part of God's judgment of him. So if there's not any other questions, we can go on to 15. And I think Kathleen did made a great point of 14's leading into 15. We, he's talking about 
the hour to reap, the hour of God's judgment is coming. Now we see what's going on. And what's the main thing going on in 16? Sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I yeah, I look I looked at that one verse 14, chapter 14, verse 14, as an angel because he was like a son of man. So I, I saw it as an because he was on a crown, uh had a crown on his head and a sharp sickle. And then there was another one also 17, the same thing, and had a sharp sickle. So I saw that as two angels. Yeah, that's how I interpret this. Huh? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, you know what? You know what I would do on that one? I would put a question mark on that because because sometimes they talk about angels acting like son of man, but yeah. And um Yeah. And that could be yeah. Like, yeah, um, I understand. The Lord is doing some reaping first. Let me see. Now we don't know what happens to what mm -hmm. this one. We don't know what happens with what's going on with this reaping here. But the next one, we know they're going into the wine press. You know, the, the wrath is coming. Yeah, so it's like they're two separate. Yeah. Two separate yeah. I, I, when it's capitalized, the capitalization is confusing. But I, I, what I'm going to do is put a, what I would do is put a question mark to say, is that Jesus or is that an angel? That's what, because we had that in Daniel. We had that same issue of what's. Because from 14 to 16, it's capitalized. And then it says another angel. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the capitalization of. And they're just basically assuming his is Jesus. They're, that's how they're, yeah. Yeah. The way I kind of saw it as angels being commissioned, I saw it as angels being commissioned to harvest. Right. Just like, yeah, right. God commissioned angels. Often the, at death, God sent a death angel right. or he would send an angel to take out an army. So that's kind of. So angels are usually his messengers and or his agents of, of his judgment. So I would, what I would personally do, uh, especially with the capitalizations, you, that would make you think that's Jesus. I, I think what I'm going to do is put a question mark. And then when we get to 14, we can hash that out. And I think we will hash that out with Katie. Um, so let me, yeah, I'm going to kind of borrow your pencil because I'm going to, yeah. I'm gonna, I found it really helpful mm -hmm. in this chapter to put, to write a number over each angel. Right? Yes, and yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that that's a good point, Amanda. Just writing uh, uh writing numbers over. That's yeah. Okay, another angel came out of the temple yeah. with a loud voice to yeah. him who sat on the cloud. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, see there. Yeah, the angel thing is is that would be like be like Jesus taking command from an angel. So that's so that's why how I saw it, but But I that I would put a question mark cuz I I'm inclined to think it's an angel, but you know, but some are inclined to think it might be Jesus. Um but I just uh Cuz in 19 it's mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, there's two, well, there's two, two angels that uh, one, one, one swipes the sickle and then the other, but they, right. yeah, but, uh, but the golden crown could be something very different, but what I would do with 14, I, I'm, I'm putting a big question mark, which means come back to it and we'll figure it out. Yeah. Okay. So let's go on to 15. I hope, 
Is this is this dividing line okay? Is that Catherine, Catherine, do you need me to darken it or is it okay? Okay, all right. Well, let's go on to, but those are good questions. Those are legit. And I have found myself having questions and I just literally am like writing, you know, notes and question, you know, I do, the, I've been doing the same thing because some of it's like, okay, we'll, we'll find the detail. I'm trying to make myself be patient. Like, okay, we'll talk about it with Katie, you know, I'll wait. Just ask, put my question mark there, but yeah, uh, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I know. I know, just wait. Oh, okay. So let's see, we're on to 15. So this is also talking about a sign in heaven. What's the main sign in heaven? Seven angels and seven Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. Yep. And that's going to be. Mm hmm. Plagues, verse one. Yeah. Right. Full of the wrath of God. Right. So they're specifically with, and as like Kathleen said, tying in, our to reap has come, our judgment, these are now full of the wrath of God. So now we're actually seeing God, we've got warning, what's happening, and now it's coming. Full of the wrath of God. Okay. So then what happens? So we got the sign of the seven angels. What happens then in, in the rest of verse 15? What happened? What, uh, what starts happening actually? Actually, they, nothing happens yet. They are just having the seven plagues. And so let's see. Yeah, seven angels with seven plagues. Yep. And, and, and then the wrath of God is finished. Because what did we have before the seven plagues? What other parts were the wrath of God? There were seven what? Do you remember seven seals? Seven seals, right? And then we had seven trumpets. And now we have our third set of seven. Seven, seven, seven. I was thinking about that too. Seven, 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 six, six, six. It's like God complete, you know, versus, yeah, completion, right? Seven seals, seven trumpets. Now seven plagues, it's finished. So I thought of seven, seven, seven. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought about. And that's, did anybody get, get anything else on 15? Or is that what most people got on 15? Any? Yeah, just the, yeah, play, yeah, angels of play, which were in bowls, yeah. And I, I think we're supposed to label them the same. Uh, so that's how I labeled the um, play with like a little red bowl. That's what I did. Um, so going to, so continuing from 15 on to 16, what do we actually now see happening in 16? Yep, seven bowls. Who pours them? Yep, mm -hmm. right, by the angels that have them. Yeah, they are, yeah, poured out by angels. Yeah. Did anything? Not, did anybody have anything else they noticed in in verse sixteen? Uh, verse sixteen. Excuse me. Chapter sixteen. Seven bowls of wrath were poured out. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I like. That's what Kathleen said. Yeah. So the seventh. Yeah. It is done. Yep. That's exactly what he says in verse um, seventeen. It is done. So just kind of like 
Yeah, it is done. So seven bowls of wrath poured out by angel and God says, it's done. It is done. Anyway, Does anybody have anything else that they came up on chapter 16 or was it? I thought chapter 16 was one of the easier ones. Like, okay, it's the seven bowls of wrath and they're poured out. And yeah, so I, that was uh, one of the easier ones to understand. Well, let's go. So speaking of speaking of wrath, uh, we're on, let's look at Revelation 17. Let's look at yeah, Revelation 17. How did y'all label number Revelation uh, 17? There's a there's a specific kind of two actually there's two specific people or mysteries that are that are mentioned in there. Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's two. I think there's two like key verses or whatever. The one, at least for me, I thought there were two key verses in um, in Revelation 17, and one was verse one. This is what Katie had in her notes. Verses one, he says. I will show you the judgment. Uh-huh. Show you the judgment, which again ties in with what we've been talking about in the last three chapters. Judgment of we find this person, the great harlot. Great. Well, great harlot. So that's one person uh, that's in here. I also thought a a key verse for me was um, seven, where he says, I will tell you the mystery of the woman and the beast that carries her. So I, I, I think I did talk about the mystery of harlot and the beast that carries her. So the angel's given him some information about the beast. And I think when we get into the chapter study of 17, we'll probably be doing our lists on the beast and doing our lists on the harlot. Um, so the angel's telling him about a mystery, but he's telling him about the judgment of the great harlot. And I'll put a star here because I think this is the main point right there. The judgment of the great harlot. And what does it say about this harlot who um, she sits... What, yeah, what is her relationship to the beast? She, she, yep, sits on the beast or the beast, yeah. Right, she sits on the beast. And uh, what does she drink? What does she drink? Mm -hmm. Drinks blood of saints, yeah. Actually, doesn't it say she's drunk on the blood of the saints? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Actually, I think it says she's even drunk, isn't it? She's, yes. drunk. Drunk. she's drunk. So she's not just drink. She's actually. But she, I think, does it say that she. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. This is, oh, this is, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong one. 18. Yep. She's drunk with the blood of the saints. Of saints. Yeah. 
So he's showing him the judgment of the great harlot that sits on the beast. So she has some sort of working relationship with the beast. The beast is carrying her. We might look into that when we get to chapter 13, but the beast is carrying her, supporting her in some way. And she's not just drinking the blood of the saints, but she's drunk. So there's probably going to be a lot of, you know, martyrs, a lot of martyrs during her, her and the beast when they're in power, as we, as we found out last week about the souls under the altar. Did anybody uh, get anything different and have questions on this? Uh, probably the main point is verse one, judgment of the great harlot. And it really falls into what we've been talking about here about from 14 to 16 about how God's reaping the earth. He's, he's going to finish his wrath with the seven plagues or the seven bowls. And then he, they're actually poured and it's done. I think it's going to be interesting to look at the seals, trumpets, and bowls because I was noticing that some of these are targeted. Like some only affect those who have the mark, you know, or some affect the whole earth, but then others start targeting, you know, targeting people who are associated with the beast or his kingdom. I was noticing that difference. Does anybody have any comments or questions on 17? All right, we'll go on to chapter 18 then. So in 17, he, he, verse 1, he says, I'll show you the judgment of the great harlot. What actually happens in, verse, in, chapter, in, in chapter 18? What actually happens? What do we find out? What happens? Yep, that's a good one. Fallen, fallen is Babylon. Yeah, he does say it. Yeah, because he says it earlier in another chapter. Chapter 14. Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. Yes. Yep, it does. So he makes it. Yeah, I know. That's, yeah, so it goes back to 14.8 as well. I'll put that here, 14.8. So we're saying it again in 18, in, in verse two, fallen, fallen is Babylon. But you know, sometimes what I think happens is God makes a declaration of something before it happens. Just like we saw in the book of Daniel, how it talks about how the court sat and books were open. And he said, this is what's going to happen. It hadn't happened yet, but he was declaring something, a reality. So that's how I see 14a is they're saying fallen, fallen. In other words, it's as good as done because God has declared it fallen it is as good as happening. So that, that's how I see it. And that's how I see the timing of that. So it basically a declaration is made in here. And then now we're actually going to see the actual fall of Babylon. What do we know about this fall of Babylon too? What ha what's notable about it, I guess? Demons. Yep. Yep. Yeah, there's demons. Hateful birth. Yep. Well, that's actually good what they mean. Yeah, because unclean birds are like the birds of prey and the scavenger birds. But I think they also can be associated with the demonic as well. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, the wilderness and things in the wilderness. But again, those are good. And again, that would be a good place to put a question mark so that when 
you know, we, we come and do a chapter study and say, well, why would it say bir birds are evil or unclean or, um, and I think it goes back to the law of, you know, what's clean and unclean. Um, so, but what do we notice about, there's a, there's a key time phrase in here in verse 17 and 19, and in chapter 18, 17 and 19, there's a key phrase here. What, did y'all notice that? In one hour. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's see. So, okay. Yeah. And one day her plagues. Yeah. So that's verse eight, one hour and verse eight. I'm sorry. This is a really bad eight. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly right. So that's a good, uh, you pointed out, Steve, it's a, in verse eight says one day, basically in one day, her plagues will come pestilence, mourning and famine. In other words, this woman had been everything else, rich and tons of wealth and abundance is now going to basically pestilence, mourning and famine and be burned up with fire, which probably has to do with God's wrath right here, God's wrath. And then, but then we see the two in one hour. So what do we know? Is it, we, we're not sure as it will be a literal hour, but we know one hour, one day, as Kathleen said, swift. We know it's just going to be something swift, right? It's going to be set and complete. Yeah. Swift and complete. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, but here's the interesting thing. This is, this goes into a contrast. Who's going to be mourning? But we don't do we see another picture of people? Actually, I think it's coming. Um, yeah, we're going to see another picture in chapter 19. There's a group of people who mourn her fall, and there's another group of people who praise God and celebrate, right? So it's two different, depending on whose side you're on. Right. So yeah, very good. Swift and complete. Yeah. Anybody? Anybody else have anything on chapter 18? There is another one hour in um, verse 10. Which is oh, one hour your judgment has come. Yep, okay. Thank you for catching that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, actually, I did, I did underline it, but I didn't square it. So that's okay. Yep, 10. I underlined, but I didn't square it like I squared all the other stuff. But I love that. Laid ways. I know. Yeah, that's a good. I like laid what verse is that um rebecca laid waste just like kathleen said complete laid waste nothing left nothing left i know this is encouraging to me to realize that those who you know have basically gotten drunk with the mart the blood of the saints they're finally getting their come you know they're get getting their just desserts i don't know i find this very encouraging that God's, even if God's wrath is delayed, it will be complete. It will be finished. And it's, uh, he does, he does remember, even though it looks like people are getting away with things. I, I don't know if you feel like in this world, it's like, man, people are just getting away with all sorts of stuff. They don't go to jail. The rest of us go to jail for something minor and they're seem to be walking away, but we got to remember this is coming. This is coming on them. And if they don't, if, if they don't get it in this life, we have a great white throne coming up. So, seven yeah. Says that contrast that you were talking about. It says, so the degree that she glorified herself and lived 
essentially to the same degree different or maybe more. Same degree. What verse is that? That's a good Seven. same degree. Yep. So the way she indulged herself. Yeah, same to, to the same degree. But that's God judges according to their sins. So her sins was had piled up as heaven. That's another one, another verse talking about piling up as heaven. So he's going to give her back what she did. So, all right. And, and then it's the same with us too. What we give, we'll be rewarded for. So, you know, God gives, always gives according, which to me is fair. It shows his justice and fairness. I'm going to write it here if you can see it. God's justice and fairness. Um, yeah, no, I think we have, um, yeah, so I think, well, I think we're in the third woe. I think we're in the third woe with the bowls. I think we're in the third. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But this is going to keep kicking because now we're, we also see the word woe used again, especially for Babylon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He, she takes it down to chapter, yeah, to 19. Let's see. We might be covering that real soon, actually. Seventh bowl, I mean, the seventh angel bowl, the seventh bowl, which is the fire bowl. Gotcha. Uh -huh. That's just it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's all right. No, that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Seventh bowl. <laughs> but we know we're, un we're under. So, but I think we, I think this is a different set of woes specifically targeted to Babylon because she's being judged, right? Right. Well, you know, I mean, this is just woe, woe to Babylon, mm -hmm. because this is, yeah, a specific judgment on Babylon, the great city, woe, woe, the great city, woe, woe, the great city, and 10 and 16. Does anybody have any questions or comments on 18, get anything different, or we, can you see okay, Diane? This working? Oh, oh, I see, oh, okay, okay, all right, all right, okay. Awesome. Okay. Well, not awesome for that, but I'm glad. Okay. Glad that. Okay. You're okay. All right. So how about um, number uh, chapter 19? This is, I, I like this because we're again, just kind of slipping away, uh, not slipping away, but seeing something a little different, like we saw in 14. So we see her being laid waste and people being upset about her being laid waste, but what do we see? And what's the contrast in verse 19? What do we see? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yep. Hallelujah. Yeah. Praise. Let's work. It's right in Hallelujah. It's all easy to write praise. All right. Praise. <laughs> praise, right? Uh, this is good. Verse two, because his judgments are true and righteous. It's kind of like what you're saying, Rebecca, the same degree, the same degree. Is you, and I, I, what I really like about it is when he said that, uh, anyway, there's, yeah. So praise for his, because the judgment is righteous. Praise for judgment of harlot or Babylon. 
Did they say harlot or? Yeah, the great harlot. That's what he uses. Praise for judge God's judgment of the harlot. Yes, that's what I did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mark forever and ever. Yes, I do that too. Mm -hmm. So now we've got praise and worship going on in heaven because the harlot has finally been judged because she's been basically martyring people, martyring the righteous, drunk with the blood of the saints. They were avenged. Yep. 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 Mm -hmm. Yep. That's what I, yep. That's the other one I noticed. The marriage supper of the lamb. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so let's, and you're talking about the marriage supper lamb verses seven, and, verses seven, right, Kathleen? Yeah, oh, verse nine. Okay. Okay, yeah. Marriage supper of the lamb. Okay, so, okay. Marriage supper of the lamb. Yeah. Lamb in verse nine. So marriage supper of the lamb, and it's alluded to in verse seven as well. So we got, he's saying, come here, he's a, rejoice and give glory to the marriage of the lamb and bright and um, bless are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the lamb. But what do we see? What, what, how else do we see supper used here, which I found a little interesting. There's another supper talked about in um, verse 17. Supper of God. There's another supper going on. And what does that supper involve? Yeah, exactly. And I'm not saying they're the same. Okay. I'm just not saying, I'm not a tie. Let me not, let me tie this. I'm just saying there's another, there's two suppers going on. That's all I kind of wanted to say. Okay. So let me just separate those. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. In other words, right. They're not going to ever celebrate. They're not going to have any rejoicing. But then again, the picture in heaven is of rejoicing because now we've got the marriage supper, the righteous, yeah, marriage supper of. And again, you've got, you know, you've got the the dragon or Satan and his wife, the harlot, right? right. And then Jesus and his bride. Yeah, that's another contrast you can look at too. Yeah. Yeah, so we got marriage supper lamb. I'm not saying these are the same, but just saying there's two suppers. We're talking about supper of the lamb and supper of God, which, but before the supper of God, someone comes. This is kind of an uh, important person. Who comes? King, okay. Who, who comes? Somebody comes before the, mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. So how about, let's look at a number of, let's look verse, uh, verses 11, starting verses 11. We've missed, so we talked about praise for judgment of harlot, and we talked in marriage supper of the lamb. After the marriage supper of the lamb. Yeah. He on white horse. <laughs> but who do we, who do who do we know is really on the white horse? He on the white horse. We find out in verse 16 who it is. 
Yeah, of kings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lord. With the, yeah. 16. So after that, they praise God for the judgment and they talk about blessed are those invited to the marriage supper. Now we've got the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So Jesus on a white horse and he's going to, who's he waging war with? Okay. Uh, yeah, kings of earth. Yep. Two groups of people, kings of earth and the beast. We'll call it B1 or the beast. Yeah, the kings of earth and the beast who basically come up against him. But what happens when he rages war at the kings of the earth? What happens to them? What happens to his enemies? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, so he... so. So who was who was specifically thrown in the lake of fire? There's there's two. Beast and the false yeah. So beast and beast one and beast two, if you want to call it or FP, however you label it, they're going to lake of fire. So in nineteen beast, beast one and two. Um, I I saw it. I I, mar I marked it as I marked it as beast one, but again, you get a bit of question mark. That's how I marked it. Um. Because uh, because if you go down to verse 20, it says, and the beast was seized and with him the false prophet. So, but again, yeah, however you want to label them, you can write in B2 or you can write FP, however you want to lay it's however you want to label it. Um, yeah, and I think that's uh, how she's in her thing. I was going to go to it next week. She has you do like, um, yeah. Yeah, she she does it a little differently. She labels, I think, the dragon as a beast or some or or I don't know. She she has beast beast one and beast two and beast two false prophet. I don't. That's how she's labeling them. That's you'll find out. But I. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is how I labeled it. I hope not to confuse you. I just did B1 that came out of the sea, charged by the dragon, and B2 was, that's how I labeled it. But y'all might label it differently when we get, especially when we get into doing more detail. So they went to the, the beast went to the lake of fire, and that says the kings of the earth. So the kings of the earth were not thrown in the lake of fire. They were killed, and they became the supper the flesh for the supper of god which i think ties into god's wrath right here the sup god's wrath because remember we talked about how he he reaped the the wine press of god's wrath and the blood from you know the harvest the, the same birds. thing the hateful birds. yeah are they an hateful yeah. bird yeah <laughs> exactly yeah 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 nice bird. Yeah. Back row. yeah, no, no, it's okay. It's fun. It makes it no, it makes it fun. No, I no, I so the beast, the beast. So it looks like the beast and false prophet go to the lake of fire, and then the kings of the earth end up being killed. They end up dying, and then the the birds eat their flesh, which is interesting, but it's kind of a humiliating way to die. But again, God's getting just vengeance on his enemies, they have come against him. He kills them, I, I think, specifically with the sword of his mouth. And then they die and get eaten by birds, by scavengers. So it's kind of a very humiliating way to die. But remember, these kings of earth were probably very unjust. They're probably part of the martyrdom. 
because they were probably part of the beast system. So they were all part of, you know, let's kill kill the believers. So it's kind of a that means they got, yeah, that means they got it's like seeing all those buzzards, just they were like so full they couldn't move, probably. That's yeah. Yeah. So we recently got a ranch and it's got a lot of feral Oh really? Uh huh. No way. In four hours, they devoured a feral pig. I'd believe it. Yeah. 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 They're efficient. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Carol? Verse 9. Verse 9. Yeah. Because it talks about the great multitude that mentions the. Oh, he said to me? And then the one that says, he said to me. Yeah. Verse 9. Well, that's a yeah, voice. But even before that, before that, there is a voice coming from the throne. But yes, um, let me see. I would, I would probably just tie back, tie that back. Yeah. I'm also saying verse Yeah. 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 I don't think it's a multitude because that's that's yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Like it's usually the angels giving messages. Yeah. And then six is the great multitude. Well, it has to be, it can't be God because you go down to 10. He said, because he fell at the feet of this person who said it. Yeah. Don't worship me in the fell service. So it can't oh, be God, right. can't be Jesus. So that's, so I think uh, Carol in verse 10, just like uh, what Kristen's pointing out is that, yeah, we, we know it's probably very likely a messenger of God, basically. Because remember, God sat and communicated by his angel to John. And so, right, it's very likely his angel. That, that Yeah, that, that ties back to verse 1, Revelation 1, 1, that he communicated by his angel. So I think that's whole time the angel's talking to him, yeah, in verse 1. Yeah, yeah. It says something like a Yeah. So that a voice is a singular voice. It just has depth and hugeness of a multitude. Yeah. Or just the compilation of all of it as one voice. Exactly. Mm -hmm. The multitude is one voice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So we see and then six is a voice of the great multitude of a great multitude. So it seems like there may be different, you know, once coming from the throne, it's actually commanding to give praise to God. And then the, the voice of great multitude um, is actually, do, I think, doing what number five said, give praise to God. And then the multitude says, hallelujah. So it's, I think it's, it's basically falling. And Oh yeah, that that's see that would be a thing to make your lists on. So I think that as we go into these like chapter studies, and you go, what's the voice, and why there's so many, and who are they? But I think we could assume, especially because of ten, 
he fell at his feet to worship him, but then he said, don't worship. That's happened with angels so many times. You know, how many times does someone see an angel worship? An angel say, no, don't worship me. So based on 10, I think it's likely that he is an angel and probably the same angel in verse one that's been given him this message. Yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. But yeah, there's a lot of voices and angels to keep track of in here, I have to say. There's a lot. So that's why, like I said, have many question marks. So when we go to the chapter studies, we can figure out. So if we're ready to go on to chapter 20, let's see, we'll move to 20. Well, this is this is packed, but this is we have a major. Let's see, uh, let's see, verse twenty. And starting in verse two, we have a major time, and we have a very specific timeline in twenty uh, that's mentioned in, in in verse two, twenty. What do we see of a time a time phrase? That's a major time phrase. In verse two, thousand years. Yeah, exactly. We have several things going on in this thousand years. So Kathleen said one. So now for in this thousand years, we know one thing's happening. Dragon bound or Satan. Uh, yeah, Satan bound. And why did it say he was bound? Yeah. Sorry, that's two to three. So he could the nations right, right. So he can't be he can't be an influencer on earth anymore. He can't come and influence people for evil. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 Thank you. Okay. That's part. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So, so in the thousand years, we know he's, yeah, he's, he's uh, bound for a thousand years, right? Yeah. So in the abyss, so that's, so during a thousand years, we know the dragon is going to be bound for a thousand years. So that way he can't influence anybody. Can, can everybody, I know my writing's getting smaller. Can everybody? Yeah. And actually, I'll, it'll, I'll, I'll hand this out too. We can send this out and then that, that way you don't have to work through my writing either. Okay, so then, so then what happens in the, the, the okay, so, so while Satan is um, bound, what happens with Jesus and his, um, in verse four, what happens with, what happens also while Satan's being bound, who's able to, who is able to, who's able to reign or who's able to, Jesus is able to reign mm -hmm. and rule the nations with the blood of the Lamb. Mm -hmm. um, so Israel will fulfill its mission. Mm -hmm. uh, that's right. God will rule on the earth. Yeah, God will rule on the earth. Uh, in verse 4, it says that they, um, yeah. So in verse 4 and 6, it talks about Christ is going to reign a thousand years. Um, and there's, he's going to reign with somebody too. Jesus reigns and his, who else reigns with him? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Exactly. Yep. 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 
I'm just going to put martyrs with them, uh, with him. I just, right here, I said Jesus reigns and martyrs reign with him. I'll, I'll try to write reign in here. To me, another word for martyrs, though, would be a word that we've used before here, which is overcomers. I think we can interchange that word if I can write it properly. I'm actually going to write it in a different color because I think they would definitely be considered overcomers. I know. Because there's one final, I think it's just his greatest defeat. Yeah, overcomers. So Jesus is going to reign with his martyrs or overcomers for a thousand years. And then what do we know happens um, after the thousand years? We see what happens. Uh huh. 1,000. I'm, I'm actually going to just do this with 20 right here. That way we can have more room here. After a thousand years, who'd you say was released, Diane? Satan. Yeah, Satan released. Yep. For the season, what does he do? Yeah, back to his old tricks. Yep. Yep. And they fell. And they fell again. Yep. That's what I find really, really, really crazy. Well, the farther away from the original, yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's still the truth is they will even no matter when they're born, they're still under a perfectly righteous government, everything righteous, and they still rebel, which like Kathleen says, show the nature of man saying, I'm going to be my own God, you know? Yep. So Satan releases Eve's nation and they have war. But what, uh, so what is the outcome? Yeah, what's the outcome? But what happens? So Satan's released and deceives a nation and they come against. Yeah, let me get where I am. They surround the space around the beloved city and the saints. Yep, they, were, they surround it. Looks like, yeah. And what comes down, considering lots of fire here, we've got um, fire from heaven. <laughs> And then what happens to fire comes from heaven, devours them. But what happens now to Satan? Where does he go? Lake of fire. He's joining his friends. <laughs> He's joining these two, these two guys in the lake of fire. Yeah. So notice they're the first ones to go. It's not people. It's well, it's his people, but they were, I guess, empowered by him. But the beast and the false prophet, now he's joining them in the lake of fire. Um, yeah. Forever, yep. Pretty much eternal torment. Eternal torment, a lake of fire. And I'm just gonna tie this together with the beast that are already in there. And then what, and someone mentioned what else happens when you, uh, in, 
going from verse 11 to 15. Yep. Okay. But let's start in verse 11. What, what does he see? He sees a what? A, a great, great white throne. A great white throne. Yep. And what happens at that great white throne? If you want to sum up what happens. Yep, books were judged. That sounds familiar. Remember how Jesus says, I will give you, a, I know your deeds and I'll render to every man according to what he's done. I think that's a little different than this throne judgment because I think Jesus was talking to the churches, but, but this is a great white throne of judgment. I hope y'all, I'm having to go low on this. I hope you can see it. Great white throne of judgment. All right. So what happens at the great white throne of judgment? It judged according to deeds. So yeah, judge according to deeds. Yeah. And doesn't he dethrone the second? So those who are judged according to their deeds are going to be the dead. In other words, those who've died. Okay, are judged according to their deeds. And then, yeah, then you said that, yeah. So you see people standing for the great white throne being judged according to their deeds. And someone talked about being thrown into the, someone else being thrown to like a fire. I'll circle that in red. Yeah, we got death and Hades now going to like a fire. <clears throat> right here. And yeah, so death. Uh-huh. So yeah, on the theme, I'm just, I, I'm sorry, I'm just writing notes, but if you want, I'm sorry, I, 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 I think I'm taking notes as y'all speak, but if you want to shorten it, I, you can just put, yeah, Satan bound for a thousand years. I was just writing notes as y'all were adding, but I apologize for doing that. Maybe I shouldn't do that. I won't do that tonight then, but yeah, major events. Yeah. So, okay. What? So on this, if you want to just write thousand year reign, um, thousand year reign, dragon, uh, Satan uh, released and judged after a thousand years, great white throne judgment, something like that. Um, so that, that would also work. Just these three thousand year, thousand years of reign, Satan judged after a thousand years and then great white throne. That's fine if you want to just sum it up. So I apologize for being wordy on here. Um, there's a lot to talk about though. And some of this stuff, there's a lot to unpack, but we have death and Hades being thrown in the lake of fire and those who are judged according to their deeds. What does verse 15 say? Yeah. So those who death and Hades are thrown in there and those whose name is not in the land's book of life, right? That's what it says. Uh, Brown written in the book of life 15. So I'm just going to put names, uh, just if you, this is just a note to add to. You don't have to put it on here, but um, not written in Book of Life. And I'm sure we'll be doing a study on, a word study on the Lamb's Book of Life, because that's coming. We've hit that a lot. So, 
No, I think the first death. So that does that that's there's like a first resurrection. There's a yeah, first resurrection and a second. I'm trying to remember where it said, blessed are those who are um yeah. Um that's that's a yeah. Yeah. Blessed and holy is the ones who were the Right. Uh, 26. I actually put a contrast uh, picture there, the first resurrection versus the second death. So we know that the people in the second death that we see, 14 and 15, were those who likely were not written in the book of life and who weren't part of the first resurrection. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Disco Inferno. Some of us remember that song. <laughs> no, I have a sense. Of, I I totally I totally like lightening it up. Don't. Yeah, I love that. Okay. But again, all right. So this one I'll do a little better job at. Um, oh, okay. Oh, Polly need to move it over for Holly. There we go. Yeah, that's. Yeah, she can. Yeah. Okay. This one I'll be better about not putting so much stuff on it. Okay. So in verse 21, what is the main theme? There's three in verse, and I, I keep saying verse, I apologize. In chapter 21, we see three new things, right? New. Right? Right? New heaven, new earth and New Jerusalem. Three things that are new, new heaven, new earth, new, if you just titled that, that is good. That's, and uh, yep, exactly. Did anybody get anything else, anything different on, on chapter uh, 21? Okay, so yeah, so that Kathleen makes a good point. In this place, this is just adding a detail. It doesn't have to be part of the theme, but just in it that God dwells with man now. And also, is there a temple here? You don't remember noting? Oh, remember, it says that uh, there. Right. Right. It says here that um, verse 22. I'm just going to add this detail. Verse 22. No temple. Why? Because, because what Kathleen said, God dwells with man. So that God, man doesn't need to go to a place to worship God. Because where do we see in the Bible where God dwells with man? What are we getting back to? Do you remember where in the Bible do we see? That's right. So now we're back. When do we last see God dwelling with man? It was in Genesis, right? The book of Genesis, Genesis 1 and 2. So God brought us back to this point through Jesus, really, through the blood of Jesus, through the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, who's, yes, or the, the lamb who was slain. This is what God's always wanted. He's always wanted to get, get us back there. So this is what we're basically back to Eden. So God is restoring new heaven, new earth, new Jerusalem. Well, that's that's going to be cool. <laughs> that's going to be really cool. And it comes down of heaven like a bright. And also he calls it a, it's like a, comes out of heaven like a bride. He's described as a bride for a husband. Because when we call the current Jerusalem a bride, 
spotless and ready for Jesus's, yeah, Jesus to be united with Jesus. No, so he's a. Uh, this one's the one who's been who's been made spotless. Who's, yeah, that's verse nine. So new heaven, new earth, new Jerusalem. I think that is. So that's verse one and two. These are verses one and two. Does anybody have any more to add? Or did most people just get new heaven, new earth, new Jerusalem for, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, let's see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in that, so when we probably will be making our lists about first resurrection versus second death, that will probably be part of the list. Now we know that, uh, that, Second death involves lake of fire. And now we also know that it involves um, cowardly, unbelieving, abominable murderers, immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, liars. <laughs> I will not come. <laughs> but uh, I, you know, but there, <laughs> but we're, yeah, I mean, on this we're seeing too, but don't you remember when the bowls are being poured out and even the, all, not just the bowls, but during the seals and trumpets, you see two different people. You do see some who actually fear God. And then you see others who said they didn't repent. They didn't repent of their sorceries, their idolatries, their immorality. They're like, no. Yeah. They, instead of, I mean, they were actually, and these people had the gospel preached to them, said, fear God, warning, warning, had the gospel preached. And they were like, hey, if you get the mark, you're going you're gonna to go to hell. I mean, he's essentially saying that. And they're like, still, I mean, what I, I what I noticed the last time I studied Revelation is that God's mercy, he like gives them chance after chance after chance. I mean, if it's not the two witnesses saying, hey, you know, watch out for the, now we've got the eternal gospel, the warning, and they still face God's judgment and they, mm -mm. anyway, so that's, that's how I see this group of people in verse eight. They're just people who resist and resist and resist, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, I yeah because if you read, what's interesting, if like you read about the, I think the millennial kingdom, like in the Old Testament, when all the, it talks about how the nations are going to have to come and celebrate the feast of booze, and yeah, and it's it's really, and I think the they'll be restored. And obviously, nations are restored and submitted to Christ because they're actually going to come. And offer, you know, come to Jerusalem, which will be the capital, I think. And so these are going to be redeemed. This is how I see it redeemed. And um, yeah, be like a redeemed, redeemed, because they're, they're redeemed because they're submitted to Christ. They're actually, instead of, oh, I'm the king, I'm going to do whatever I want and whatever, they're actually going to submit. And, uh, but I think that gets into the, uh, the millennial kingdom, which I think is talked about a lot in the uh, Old Testament prophets. We're getting a lot of detail. That's how I, how I see it. Those who come through. Yeah. But I think, but he's going to, yeah, he's going to rule with a rod of iron. So I think he's going to humble them. And then I think they will, they will submit and they will come and they will give him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but but see, but see, the thing is, it might be also that God, 
you know, God wants to, to I hate to, to share his authority with us because remember when he made Adam and Eve, he said, rule over the, he's God. I mean, he could said, I'm God, I rule over it. He says, no, I want you to rule. I want you to co-rule. And, and Jesus is going to reign with the martyrs of the overcomer. He wants to share that. So I think that the king, he wants, he wants mankind to participate with him. And so I think it's part of God's grace and God's, really God's, I want to say big heart, but God just saying, hey, this, the whole point of Adam and Eve was to really be like co-regents with God, not be God, but to co-regent and to rule over the fish, everything. And of course, with the fall, I think they lost some of their authority, but I think, it, I just think it's cool. I think the fact that the nations are come and submit, I, I can't even fathom that when I look at our own freaking government. I'm like, it is so corrupt, so evil. I'm so disgusted. But to realize one day they will actually come to Christ and probably King David, they reigns with they just, you know, celebrate the Feast of Boo, come to honor Jesus, either by, maybe by force, because they're forced to, but they're gonna, that's just so cool. <laughs> you know, I just, I'm, that, that is really cool. And it even said that the, those who don't celebrate the Feast of Booths will, will not have rain. I mean, that God will actually punish those nations that don't do that. So it's just interesting to think of a world where all the nations are submitted to Christ. It's my, it's awesome. Yeah. I can't wait because what I see now is horrible. But in our own country and other countries, it's like, so that's encouraging too to know what's coming. Isn't that neat? Yeah. He dwells among them. Yep. Yep. But I think that's what God's always wanted all along. Genesis one, that's what he wanted. But man said, mm, no, I want to, God's withholding something from me, you know? And then, so he's kind of gotten two people fight against him, Satan leading the angels and then man, you know, humanity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But the children don't think that, but the children think they're being deprived. Well, someone says friends get to do this and someone says get to do that, you know, whatever. It's like, yeah, yeah. There's something I'm not getting. <laughs> Title, but anyway, it's good, good comments, yeah. Last one, let's see, 22. Let's go to 22. Where are those notes I had? Sorry, I'm just, oh, here they are. All right. 22. This is great. This is great discussion. Um, so what she made a really good point. So I, of course I had the cheat notes, so it's not fair. Okay. So she said, so this is something important to note because it gets a little confusing. 22. She says verses one through five should be in chapter 21. Cause you'll notice it talks about, you know, that kind of, so what her comment was one through five should be probably with chapter 21. That was just her comment. So that might help in labeling um, chapter 22. What did y'all, um, so that was just her commentary. So she was saying to, what is it? There's a phrase that I noticed in chapter 22. It is used three times. There you go. Did any of y'all notice that phrase being used? Okay. I think that might be a key part of this. Whenever you see a phrase used so, I am coming quickly. Psalm 
So what, uh, what, what verses do you see saying I'm coming quickly? Yep, seven. Well, yep. And 20, three times. So seven saying, um, I'm coming quickly. And what I love about how Revelation 22 ties right back into Revelation 1. I think that's great. It's like a total, like the perfect circle. Like it's coming back. That's socket circle back, circling back. <laughs> anyway, completing the circle. I like that. Blesses he who heeds the words and prophecy. Where have we heard that? In verse three, right? Three, and actually, yeah, three. Blessed he, is, he who re hears, reads, and heeds the book of the prophecy. And then back in 12, I'm coming quickly. My reward is with me to render to every man according to his deeds. We see, how does he render it to every man according to his deeds? We saw then there's two groups of people he's going to render according to the deeds. Who, who are the two groups? We saw in, in chapters two to three. Who, was he, who, who did he tell, I know your deeds? Who was it? The churches, right? So his people, right? And then the rest of it, he's going to render according to deeds. We saw this already. He's going to ultimately render them according to their deeds right here. With, that wasn't to mark out. Through the great white throne. So to his church, he renders according to his deeds. We'll have something. We're not covering it here, but that, that's going to be your... Judgment seat of Christ, right? The judgment seat, which we don't cover here, but I'm just um, just throwing that out there. And that's talked about in, I think, 1 Corinthians. Um, but then here, we've got a different judge, the great white throne of judgment. So he is rendering to every man according to his deeds, whether they're in the body or outside the body of Christ, whether they're his or whether they're not. So these people will receive judgment, but it'll be a judgment not for not for condemnation, uh, not for condemnation or um, damnation, maybe is a good word, for lack of a better word, but for rewards. Um, yeah, I was I was just mentioning that he talked about um, my reward is to render to every man according to his deeds. So we, we, what, what are we seeing here? He's rendering to every man according to his deeds. But we also see it in chapter three where he says, I know your deeds. He says that to the churches. And I guess my point was that the way Christians or his believers will be judged will be different. It will be judgment seed of rewards. And that's just, that's in, a, that's in first Corinthians. It's not in revelation, but I was just throwing that out as a addition for you to look up. Right. White throne, right. Yeah. So I, I didn't mean to confuse you. I was just trying to distinguish the two groups of people that are going to be a judge according to their deeds. Uh, and then the, the other one, I'm coming quickly, number 20. Oh, he just testifies to these things. I'm coming quickly. Um, and there is one. Do you, do you see the, the warning, too, that's in here? It's in um, 18 and 19. Right, right. So we don't want to add and we don't want to take away. So we don't want to add and we don't want to remove. And I thought it was cool um, in verse 10, he says, do not I know. I love that. Yes. In verse 10, this time he said, do not steal up the word of God. So I think he's looking at in chapter 4 when he said, but steal. Yeah, with the. 
yeah with the with the thunder the peals of thunder that he was like don't don't say that but i like that too he's saying i want you to know this so i like kathleen's point don't seal up the words why do, because he wants us to know what's coming because he says blessed are those who uh where did i put it here yeah blessed are those who read hear, and heed right so he wants us to know i, I like that I actually like that uh, verse a lot that uh i want don't seal it up and for the time is near and I, I think that uh, time is near could also be a good thing to say here. Time is near. You could also write that one down. I think that's very relevant. Time is near. And I think it's interesting. So, thousands of years. Uh -huh. Revelation was never studied. Yeah. Never understood. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, when the time is near, uh -huh. people are getting really interested. In yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. Yeah. Some, yeah. Some are. Yeah. Last night I was sitting at a table and we were talking about the Revelation study. Uh huh. And there was one lady there that said, Sounds to me like you have a very active imagination. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I mm -hmm. do not believe any of this mm -hmm. because the Bible was written by men. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And it was like, okay, prove me wrong. Oh yeah. Uh -huh. And but this same the Bible's written by men, but what does it add to what does the Bible talk about? The Bible's written by men inspired by God. That's where, yep. I was gonna say that inspired by God. Yep. That's where what she doesn't understand. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly, exactly. Another lady said, uh, she was told by another person that if you don't believe you're going to hell, and she went. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Except pray. Yeah, pray. Pray for her. Yeah. I think prayer is a big one. Yeah, exactly. Her eyes would be open. That her eyes would be open. God can speak to oh, yeah. your heart. Oh, yeah. Where I can't. Yeah, absolutely. He has access to the mind and the heart mm -hmm. and the soul. And the thing, and the thing is, God might do could do something to get to her attention because if you know she doesn't want to hear about hell or whatever, but you know God could give her a dream or something to make her see that it's real. You know, some people have had dreams that it's of hell or, or just whatever or something that an epiphany to where she goes. Oh, maybe I should listen. Yeah, so that's what I think. Yeah, that's awesome. But that's so cool that you're holding, you know, talking and holding, you know, being a witness where you are. Yeah, I, I am totally happy to pray for her. I think that's a great idea. And I don't mind stopping and praying, you know, praying as we close. I'll, I'll have, be happy to pray. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Email. Okay. Email her. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. Uh, a couple of things I want to do. I, I would like to close and pray for Diane's friend. I think that's that's a great idea, Rebecca. So I I am coming quickly. My reward is with me. So I want to show you some a couple of things I want to share. Something really encouraging. I'm bragging on my pastor. I was super excited yesterday. No kidding. So I go to church and I go to a church called Christian Life Austin. It's um, 
the topic, this is, I have a picture of him. The bridegroom is coming. This was his, I was so thrilled. Christian Life Austin. Yeah, well, this is from Christian Life. We have a really nice fancy, you know, as you can see. But he said the bridegroom is coming. It was about Matthew 25, the parable of the 10 virgins. I was just ecstatic. And then, you know how he ended it with? Are you ready? Isn't that cool? I was like, wow, thank you, Lord. And he talked to him anyway. I, I was just ecstatic to hear that. There's a precept student saying revelation. The bridegroom is, and that's maybe the end on it. The bridegroom's coming. Are you ready? And it's just it's it's great and maybe um maybe we can stop and, and pray i'll pray you don't have to give her a name we can just pray in general for oh okay we'll pray then that's fine that's fine and, yeah we will right Oh, earthquakes, yes. Mm -hmm. So I was like, so I Googled how many earthquakes oh. there were mm -hmm. in 20, this year. Mm -hmm. You guys are not going to believe it. How many earthquakes? Like, like 1,500. 1,500, yeah. And then, they, and then they told us how many, we had the severity of like a, a 7.1. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like 4.7. Right. And it was amazing because you don't hear of all of those places. Mm -hmm. But they're happening. Yeah, and they're going to. Mm -hmm. They're happening more frequently. But yeah. we don't get that yeah yeah they usually are start are increasing in number and sometimes severity yeah mm -hmm. yeah i think there's more to come for sure yeah because i read some hurricane news thing on yeah. facebook page and felt the same way but then if you read your other scientists they'll explain it away yeah mm-hmm but we know more are coming. We know more earthquakes are coming for sure. Why don't, can I real quick close and pray for Diane's friend? Do you, Rebecca, do you want to pray? I mean, I'll pray. I'm not going to put you on the spot. Okay, I'll pray. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Dear God, thank you for this time of discussion. Just thank you for the encouragement that um, that you are just and that your, your judgments are true and your ways are just, Lord, and that uh, just thank you that we can trust that. It, it does say that these words are trustworthy. They're true. And we can count on them, Lord. Thank you that when you speak, it's as good as done. Lord, we want to lift up Diane's friend. And Lord, just pray you'd reach out to her and speak to her, Lord, and uh, who doesn't believe in the Bible, doesn't believe in judgment. Lord, I just pray you just reach out to her. And Lord, do you know what it takes to get her attention? You know what it takes to, you know, to make her pay attention. So Lord, I pray that. I pray you get her attention and make her see that, um, your words are the word of truth and that you, that she needs you, that she needs you. And um, I just pray and thank you for Diane. Thank you for Diane's witness and just use Diane and other people to, to reach her. And thank you for this time in Jesus name. Amen. I want to do one thing before. Oh, oh, yeah. You're no, no problem. I want to encourage you because. Oh yeah. You can stop that. Sure. Bye. Bye. Oh, bye, Mary and Holly. I didn't see Mary. Okay, I'm going. Telling them the. Oh, can I say something? Yeah, sure.